welcome back to the Sully vs. Sean Sports Show. I'm Salman here, aka Sully. I'm here with Sean, and uh, we're going to jump into the Week 2 recap and also discuss uh, the fantasy players that disappointed us and talk how badly Sean's spread picks went this week. Ugh. All right, Sean, so what are your Week 2 thoughts right here? What, what, are you, what, what did you see in Week 2? What did you like? What did you dislike? Overall, Week 2 was really interesting. Um from fantasy perspective like spread perspective player perspective i i'm like blown away at in the general sense like every fantasy player that was drafted in the first like three two three maybe even four rounds like their value is justified like through two weeks there's not very many big drop-offs depending like assuming that your draft was in like the last week and a half or so like or like you know unfortunately like people losing mckinnon and mixon now for a little bit but overall like if you had a top pick in the first couple rounds like they're producing i don't feel like that's happened in a handful of years fantasy wise uh i think saquon barkley's kind of disappointing for someone you took in the first round but like he just had like 13 receptions yeah for like 70 yards so like, it's terrible it's only helpful if you're in a ppr league well most of my leagues I- are ppr and like overall like you can't like be discouraged when he's getting that many touches. Yeah, but he had like no rushing yards. Well, that that was because the Cowboys dared the Giants to throw the ball. Like consistently dared them to. I, I think Dallas actually like weirdly had a sound philosophy and like Rod Marinelli, their defensive coordinator, had a great idea as far as like how to just limit the Giants, knowing that Eli wasn't gonna be able to burn them deep and um that they were like Evan Ingram still ate. Like he he produced well enough in my opinion. And Saquon Barkley, um, I know I know two people off the top of my head who literally lost in PPR by less than five points because of Barkley. Yeah, only only in PPR. Uh, the other guy who probably is disappointing is we're jumping a little ahead of ourselves here, Sean. Let's. Well, let's I was not talking talk... about in general, like yeah. fantasy players, so much overall. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We'll 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 get into more specific. Of course, disappointing... there's going to be outliers, and the outliers to me are mostly yeah. like Jarek McKinnon and Mixon, who are hurt and out for a while, but Mixon was producing. And David Johnson. Yeah, David Johnson's one of the other ones. Yeah. But like in general, like Michael Thomas, uh Tyreek Hill. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot of those. Even T. Y. Hilton to an extent. Even T. Y. to an extent, yeah. I mean, so what what are some things you saw in week two that you really liked? I one thing I saw I, a full Dolphins game. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I really Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, who did the Dolphins play again? The Jets. The Jets, and they won, right? Yeah, they did. They controlled that game. It was but surprisingly also, a good defensive game for both teams. Yeah, I I went back and I that was I, I went back and it was the, like the first one I rewatched on NFL Sunday Ticket. Um, being able to rewatch every play from each game, it is one of my favorite things to do on Sunday evenings and Mondays to go back through each game. You know, usually watching red zone and such, uh, but this like just going back and watching them, I was very impressed with what I saw from the Dolphins. What I was the Dolphins on, are two and zero. Uh, yeah, but what I was hesitant on was, and I know this is not going to shock you, but I'm also not very worried, is Tannehill. He looked rusty. This was the first <laughs> Big game, shocker. This was the first game in like two years, though, that he's really played. Like, you, I'm even throwing out last week's game because it was on. It was off. It was on. It was off. So, like, it, what getting a game rhythm. Like, Tannehill looked good early, and then it's like he kind of stalled out with his rhythm. Yeah. So, I think it's going to take him a handful of games to get that feel back. But overall, like... The Miami defense is dirty, and they do look pretty good. The Miami defense, I will give you that. And like something else, like kind of in the general, you were asking what I generally saw. Every safety from this year's NFL draft looks baller. Every single one of them that I've seen. 
I mean, which one? Which ones are you talking about? Top. I know Dervin James is baller. And Minka, like they're doing their Minka, job. Yeah, Minka is like, well. It is Minka. You know, you know, Minka's trying to. Uh, he's trying to trademark the name Fitzmagic, because that's apparently is, that's his nickname from he, high school. Are you serious? Man? Yeah. You want to know what's in reference to that, where they got it in high school is because Ryan Fitzpatrick was already out there doing stuff. <laughs> his name is Fitzpatrick too, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true, but like. I don't know. Like in general, like I was very happy with what I saw from the Dolphins. Um, they were one of the teams that I really kind of liked. Um, if we're sticking with that game, uh, there's a few other pieces. Like the Jets looked really good um, on Monday night, obviously in Week One, and translating that over in another week is a little bit tougher because they had a short week. Their defense still looked good, though. That's what that's what I was gonna hit on too. Is like they look solid, um, but Bates on their offense, and I'm gonna kind of chalk it up to the the short week. But their offense does not look diverse. Like Bates coming from a Shanahan background, but then he's been like polluted by Pete Carroll um, oh, over the God. last like four or five years. Yeah, Pete Carroll is trash. Their offense has like no general, like nothing dynamic about it. Nothing scares me. Darnold is way too much of a gunslinger. And I feel like he's going to hit this development wall. Um, he stares down his wide receivers so hard. Like he got picked off in his first NFL pass for uh, a six for six. Like yeah. that like you'd kind of think that he'd adjust that a little bit. Like he stared down receivers so hard in this game. <laughs> um yeah, so and just like the their offense reminds me so much of the minuscule, like Russell Wilson rookie year offense of Seattle. Yeah. When they were like with Marshawn Lynch as like the only really decent piece. Sidney Rice was still their main wide receiver. Golden Tate and uh, Doug Baldwin were still kind of breaking into the scene. Their third wide receiver was Braylon Edwards. He was the starting wide receiver at the start of the year. And Russell Wilson was their quarterback. Yeah, and they they had a they had a pretty good O line. Like, yeah. and that's where it's kind of like. And now their O line sucks. Yeah, but like, here's my point on this. So if we're looking at that, and even like back then, their O line was Russell Okung, um, Unger, who was a top rated center, and they had a couple. Uh, a couple other guys. Yeah, yeah, a couple other vets on the offensive line. Sure. Um, the Jets. I would argue that their wide receiver core with Curse, Robbie Anderson, Anunwa, and even Pryor, um, and I feel like I'm missing one of their guys. Um, no, those are, those those are the, main the main guys. ones. Those are the three main. And then, like, Powell, uh, Powell and Crowell and McGuire, like, they have better running back depth than, than the Seahawks did with just Lynch. Um, the Jets are kind of weak on the tight end front. Like, Zach Miller was what they had in Seattle. But what I'm kind of getting here is Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. Darnold was the number three overall pick. And in my opinion, like going back in time, like I would have totally rather had Russell Wilson at number three overall, obviously. But that's where I'm kind of saying is like, Darnold is gonna be slower in this development curve. Yeah, than a lot for of people sure. Think. I mean, he's a rookie, Sean. Like, what do you what do you expect? But I mean, like Russell same... Russell Wilson was just like no one. He caught the league by surprise, and he has the scrambling ability, and he can throw but darts. Supposedly, so that's why Darnold. that's why you saw the Browns freaking draft Johnny Manziel because they thought he was gonna be Russell Wilson, right? Like, yeah. Not everyone's going to be Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has that I guess I'm just accuracy. trying to temper the expectations that everybody seems to be jumping to after Darnold had such a successful week he had, one. He had a good week one. Um, let's let's move on here, Sean. Let's let's talk about that Tampa Bay and Eagles game. Like, wait, 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 wait. What? We didn't even talk about the Dolphins. We just did. You no, spent no, no, half no. your time no, talking no, no. about the Seahawks. Drake Drake is Drake is going to be going to become a RB one. Um, who wasted half your time talking about the Dolphins comparing no, comparing the Jets. the Jets to the Seahawks? It was just one point about. Uh, yeah, you wasted Sam like Garner. five minutes talking about that. Yeah. Okay, go, go ahead. Finish talking to your Dolphins. Okay, so if you guys have Kenyon Drake, um, 
have no fear. Gore is definitely just a rollback. All his stats were because Drake was uh, being subbed out for getting some yep. rest. And Drake, Drake gets fatigued easy, though, so I think Gore's going to... That's what I'm kind of worried about, but I feel... He doesn't seem like he has stamina. He just doesn't have stamina for being like beaten up all the time. Like I wish that he had another I don't think he can be a true RB1. He, he, I think he still can be, but he needs to like he needs NFL. He needs stamina. Bulk. He needs someone to like whoop his ass into shape. <laughs> yeah, he needs NFL bulk. Yeah. Um. So another piece of their offense, uh, no Parker caveat because I think this would kind of change some of their roles. You think Parker's ever going to come back? No, I just think it changes some of their roles overall, but like not necessarily like drastically. But when do you think Parker's coming back? He he doesn't look really, like he's ready I don't to come really back. Care. Uh, anything that he can provide at this point is like a bonus. Um, what I am extremely excited about is Albert Wilson. He oh, looks God. exactly go. like the role that I thought Adam Gase would carve out for him. And it's beautiful. He He's going to be the only big had play one guy. play where he broke it. That was it. There were a couple others also. One that what was I will actually admit, What was his stat line, Sean? Uh, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'll, I'll it give was it like, a look. It was but, like three catches for like 80 yards. But I'll, off the top of my head, like there were a couple plays that Ryan Tannehill overthrew him there was a play that ryan Tannehill missed him um that and then there was one that uh, i believe albert wilson wrong ran the wrong option route okay so, so um like so nothing still, doesn't sound anything impressive outside of the one big play he had hey all i'm saying is there's still potential there but yeah so he had yeah, uh, everyone three catches has for potential man yards. they're nfl players they all have potential he had three <laughs> catches for 37 yards and he led the team. 37 yards okay even less than what i thought and he led the team in targets Okay, congratulations, but he didn't translate those to catches. Yeah, but um, I definitely wanted to hit on that. Uh, you know, Tannehill, he, like All I right, said, Sean, can we looks... stop talking about the Dolphins? All right, fine. <laughs> you, we've talked about him for like six minutes. Um, all right, let's talk about that Tampa Bay Eagles game. That was that was a shocker. I didn't expect Tampa Bay to do that well, but it seems like their offensive coordinator, I'm forgetting his name right now, but he seems to be a pretty big genius. I think it's like... Todd uh, Munchkin, Munchkin, something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and just Munson, like what, what Dirk Todd Cutter Munson, is like doing. Is. But um, he, he looks, man, he is torching these teams. And like immediately. The, and the Eagles like, okay, fine. You're like, okay, the Saints defense might be weaker than we thought. And actually that wasn't the case. This Like this week we saw the Saints defense come yeah. out. But he torched the Eagles defense, which we thought everyone thinks is really good. And so, man, he's, I mean, it's Deshaun Jackson's all-star year. So it's his ball out year. And he's got Mike Evans, and they just they aren't even bothering with the running game. So sucks if you have Peyton Barber, but they are just they're just like, hey, we're riding this Fitz magic all the way. Yeah, um, this is going back to one of my big uh, calls, and this is like unfolding in that way is Fitz magic taking over, having his one magical season, then going back into his cycle of eventually being a backup, and then something else, and probably a coach one day, but. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's his it's his contract year. He he's gonna get yeah. paid. Some stupid team like the Bills is gonna. I, maybe the Bills <laughs> the will Bills do it again. again. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, hey, Fitzpatrick, come back. Six years, hundred million. Take it. Wait, someone help teach Josh Allen. Yeah, take it. Six years, hundred million. Fitzpatrick, do it. But I am interested because I really really think now, like if they went, if they beat Pittsburgh next week, Oof. and they're three now, and they could, then. Are you really putting Jameis Winston in? I don't think so. I and think then, I think they're putting Winston on the trade block. Yeah, if that I, happens. And like, uh, yeah. If, but then who trades for that, him? That kind of that kind of ruins my thought process because I think that they'll end up just benching Jameis for the rest of the year. I don't think anybody will really want to trade for him. I think that, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what teams need a quarterback? I think right that now? the Buccaneers can get a conditional or what are those called? The conditional or like the reimbursement picks that they basically oh, get. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah. think they'll get one of those like as a third rounder if he walks. A supplemental pick. Yeah, supplemental. Thank you. 
versus like trying to trade him now and nobody's going to give him even like a fourth rounder or a fifth rounder right now. Yeah, I can't particularly I can't, with his I cannot think of a team out. that would want him right now. Only someone that would be desperate after an injured QB. Yeah. But that's where like some of this ineffectiveness is going to come into play as to where Jameis could end up and I still think like I, I think Dak didn't necessarily do anything special and that's why I think and uh, think he can end up year, on the Cowboys. Uh, come next year I think Jameis Winston's going to be a I got Dallas I got Cowboy. I got a place for you. Jameis Winston to the Patriots. That wouldn't that would not surprise me. That would I think that could be interting. Bill Belichick coming like you made me get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's your perfect pretty boy and he's <laughs> he's yeah. getting suspended all over the place. Yeah. Um, um but going yeah, going back to the game, Djax is really impressing me like he is looking great. I thought he man. lost his step. He looks f- just as fast as ever. Yeah, he's he's just flying by people and then like Mike Evans is getting open and then OJ Howard is getting thrown into the mix and Godwin is doing things across uh, the slot. I'm, I'm super excited about Godwin. He, he's, he's, he's like I didn't doing think that he would really start looking like this yeah. until like week five or six. Yeah, exactly. He's and doing he's doing great he's things. He's good out the gate. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What what other games do you want to touch on here, Sean? Um, I think the Chiefs, I mean, wow, back-to-back weeks of just explosive offense. Yeah. I don't think they can keep that up. And I think I they hope may they be, don't. Yeah, I hope they don't in week three. They're, <laughs> they're going to they're, torch the 49ers. I hope, I hope, they're, uh, hope this is their down week in week three, but you don't know, man. This, this is like what I would have hoped Mahomes like is just going ham. peak of yeah. Mahomes would be this year. And this but he is has to two. slow down, and he has to slow down. I mean, maybe it's going to be the same kind of story as Kareem Hunt last year. Like, Kareem Hunt was amazing for the first two, three, maybe. No, he was maybe amazing even... for, like, the first six weeks. Uh, was it that long? Okay. He was really good for the first six but weeks. But, like, Mahomes, and then he could just plateau out for a while, and, like, people yeah. start figuring him well, out. Well, I hope he plateaus and... out in week three here. Um, the <laughs> yeah, other, let's... Starting right now. Yeah. that that was the. I mean, the Chiefs, I didn't expect them to go be this explosive. I did expect some explosiveness, but not this explosive. Any other games you want to touch on, Sean? I know the Saints game was wow such bad luck the vikings packers was another amazing game which pretty much blown calls both ways and then blown field goals and the vikings kicked uh kicker got cut they kicked him out Um, well no pun intended let's slow down and talk (laughs) about a couple of these because i do want to hit on a few particularly the saints um everyone's gonna come out and panic and be like the saints like oh wow like something's really wrong like after week one like they still had their offense was still fine yeah i think the browns defense is actually underrated i i agree and in all honesty like the browns had a really good game plan for the saints and they had the athletes to back it up exactly their their game plan mine is josh gordon yeah but their game well that just on defense is what i'm mostly focusing on and their game plan was focused on forcing the saints to throw the ball outside and that was working you like you saw michael thomas get so many catches early on outside like on these weird hitches on this like mini wide receiver screens and all these things all over eventually they got tired from having to cover so much ground that then the saints started testing them deeper down the middle throwing some go routes with again even though they didn't complete it eventually they did later in the game but stretching their defense and tiring them out and then also i think like the browns just mentally collapsed after Zane Gonzalez had missed yes. all those fucking field goals. Surprisingly, I they haven't I cut him yet. I believe that. Surprisingly, they haven't cut him yet. Uh, I thought they did. I don't think they did. Oh, I thought, I didn't I thought read there was anywhere. a rumor out there that they already did. No, they, the Vikings... So let's talk about that next game, the Vikings-Packers game, which is an amazing game. Um, the Vikings cut Daniel Carlson, and then they signed Dan Bailey, but nothing about Zane but Gonzalez. But that one, like, cut. that one makes sense to me. Like he Dan Bailey was always goals. a good was a but good quarterback Daniel, or a kicker. Daniel Carlson missed like three field goals that he should not have missed, and and especially he was a fifth round pick. The Vikings took him in the fifth round, and that was just that was all bad. I mean, Mason Crosby missed some field goals. 
So, I mean, Rodgers looks surprisingly good for someone who got hurt. Oh, they cut him? Yeah, they cut wow. him. Told you. When they cut him? Uh, Yesterday afternoon. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No. What's the... Yeah. Yesterday afternoon? Yeah. Okay. So, Zane Gonzalez has been cut. Um, he deserves it. He he, he was... He was I mean, I, I, who did That's they in a sign? Dome. Who did they sign? Uh, let's see. It's uh, it just says new kicker. Oh, Greg <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> like what? What? Uh, he he spent the training camp with Miami Dolphins. Lost out to seventh round pick Sanders. Yes, Tam- Sanders has been solid. Um, <laughs> best part in the Yahoo Sports article. Time will tell, of course, but Joseph may not be much better than Gonzalez. At Florida Atlantic, he made just 69.5% of his field goal attempts. Wow, so the Browns decided, hey, let's get even worse at kicker? Including 15 of 21 as a fifth-year senior in last year. Wow. What? And what? That, what, is, oh, man. what is wrong with the Browns, bro? Yeah, that, you know, uh, you can just always count on them to throw throw yeah, these dude, crazy bones. Yeah. And like, my favorite part is how like their entire goal of bringing Tyrod in this last year or this year was their QBs. Hugh I, Jackson said like their QBs yeah. kept burning like turnovers at the end of the game last year and losing them for him. And Tyrod is just turning it over left and right. Yeah, and he threw these this super weird interception and then he's fumbling it all over the place. Um, I mean, you might as well bring in Baker Mayfield if Tyrod Taylor's not keeping the ball safe and let May- yeah, Mayfield make totally his agree. mistakes. Yeah, right. Totally agree. Throw him into the fire. Let him have it. Maybe this Thursday. It might be a little early. I think. He, yeah, I think you see him week four. I think you see Baker Mayfield. Yeah, with, with the extended week. week. Yeah, I going think week back four. to a Sunday game after a Thursday game. Get that those few extra reps in a couple days. I think it's Baker Mayfield time week four. Yeah. Let's see any other games you want to touch on. I mean, the Charger. Colts Redskins. Oh, it Colts kinda, Redskins. Yeah, kind of disappointed me. Um, yeah. but however, I will say that was a game we were both way off on. Yeah, um, like I was more of the favor that the Redskins were. I didn't end up taking them because I was so back and forth about the Colts. Mm. Um, interestingly, the game that I ended up taking was um, the Rams minus 12 and a half. That hit very easily, and I basically don't, failed don't ruin Don't ruin the surprise of your failed su- spread picks just yet, Sean. <sighs> but there's a good part. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, we can talk yeah, about Redskins. the one good part. We'll talk about the four bad parts. Redskins, I think that they, after watching that game, I think that their Jay Gruden is going to realize that he can't run Adrian Peterson out there too much as a workhorse. Yeah, I think a- that AP is no longer a workhorse. He he needs maybe 15 to 20 carries, and that's it. They like they def. I could tell, and the Colts defense is not that good. I could tell the Colts and AP could defense, not run against them. Yeah, they were stacking the box and playing it to be like, hey, we know Alex Smith isn't going to go deep on the outside, so we're going to kind of leave the outer perimeters open or like just minimal coverage, yep. and we're going to bulk up in the middle, and then we're going to blitz. Yeah, and it worked perfectly. So that and like, there's great counters to that. Like, I don't think Gruden knows how to use Alex Smith. Uh, I think he's still like figuring out how, like. I yeah. think he thought Alex Smith was perfect for what system he wanted to do, but he still needs to like cater it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, he needs to cater it a little bit. Um, speaking of Gruden, let's talk John Gruden in Oakland blowing mm-hmm. blowing the game against the Broncos. Um, I don't know what the Raiders are doing out there, man. I mean, I knew the Raiders would lose, but I was just thinking they would lose by more than a touchdown or lose by six or more. <laughs> oh, another spread pick that failed for you, Sean. I know. Um, yeah, and then and then John Gruden after after the game is like. Oh, we need to figure out a way to pa- uh, you know pressure the pass uh, the passer. It's like, um, come on, dude! Two weeks in a row, you're gonna say the same thing. You, you don't realize you traded Khalil Mack. Um, I don't know. That was just a. I don't know. The Raiders are what zero two now. Yep. I think. I mean, six and ten is looking hopeful for them now. Yeah. Um, but the Broncos, surprisingly, on the flip side, are two and zero, tied for the division lead with with the Chiefs. 
Yeah, at two and the Chiefs are looking Chargers, solid. I mean, Chargers to... trailing behind at one and one, but they got the win, easy win against the Bills, which was expected. Speaking of that game, actually, Sean, Josh Allen did not look horrendous. I love how that's the bar. That's, I mean, I mean, if you look ten percent better than Nathan Peterman, that is a success. I'm sorry, but like, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna agree with that because most of his yardage, like, he had like barely a hundred yards passing in the middle of the fourth quarter when they were down like thirty-one thirteen. Okay, I mean, that's still better than Sam Bradford, who finished the game with 90 yards, Sean, who you were touting as, oh, take Larry Fitzgerald because he has Sam Bradford, and he's super accurate, and Sam Bradford is horrendous. I was saying that more in the season, not just, like, one game against the Rams, because I but wouldn't... But he hasn't looked good this whole season, yeah. Sam Bradford, and he's bringing down that offense with him. Yeah, I, I, they need to move on he, to Rosen. I like, at this Rosen point, they the would have been better team. off drafting Josh Allen and putting Josh Allen into that offense. Like, he's yeah. he would be an upgrade over Sam Bradford. Well, and I think Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen was <laughs> the best QB NFL ready this year. Yeah, um, I, so I, think I think we do see him week three. I think in. we do see him week three. Wouldn't be surprised, at least. Yeah, anything else you missed on? Oh, Niners-Lions, that was a game we both went to, Sean, and... It was, uh, it was an oof. emotional drag, that's for oof. sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was st- a lot of highs and just being like, oh, yeah, we what we got it. We're yeah. locked down. And then, oh, oh. shoot. Oh, we oh man, we this. almost lost this one. Um, one. One thing I will take away from that, though, is I think the Lions are going to feature Carrion Johnson a lot more. It seemed like once Blunt got kicked out of the game, they kind of realized, hey, actually, Carrion Johnson can do catch the ball. We don't need to rely on Theo Riddick as much, who dropped a couple of balls, and we don't need to put in Blunt as much, who apparently just does stupid crap <laughs> and got himself ejected. So I think it's going to be you're going to start seeing Carryon Johnson coming on a little more and getting a little more touches, and which leads me to my next point: free Amir Abdullah, send him to the 49ers. We're waiting. Um, um, but on that point, yeah. like I was, I was high, on, and I kept telling everybody who was like, "Should I play Breda or this person, or Breda or this?" Oh person? yeah, and Breda had a breakout. Game. I was, I was all over Breda in this game. Um, he had that big play, helping me justify that. I mean, eleven rushes for 138 yards. Yep, he got it done. Um, I liked what he was doing out and around everywhere. He was uh, factoring the passing game. He had four targets uh, for three catches and 21 yards. Not bad. Much more as a dump off option, obviously. Um, I, I was impressed with how that came together. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in what ended up came uh, coming out of Dante Pettis and his production. Um, George Kittle as well, but yeah, Kittle Derek Selleck is just going to vulture a lot of that. Yeah, that was the one thing that I like almost had secondarily forgot about going into this season is the 49ers like Garrett Selleck is a an emotional leader so they like want to get him the ball yeah they're and, not uh, he led the 49ers in touchdowns last year as we learned in our trivia question yeah uh, yeah um all right Sean let's touch on this last game here uh we talked about Cowboys Giants a little bit and that was kind of boring but let's skip on to the Monday night game wait 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 you want to talk Cowboys Giants? No, I was gonna say Jacksonville, New England. Oh, we did not touch on Jacksonville, New England. Okay, yeah, good point. Let's talk Jacksonville, New England. That was wow. Blake Bortles looking like a god against the Patriots. That I know, was interesting. Like, Blake Bortles is the and without of extreme. and without Fournette. Yeah, that that was probably the biggest surprise to me. Uh, like they went out and immediately attacked the Patriots in the passing game, which was extremely surprising. Like. Cole finally looking like he's going to start breaking out. My boy D.D. Westbrook coming I mean, through. Even Moncrief was getting in on the action. So, I I mean, those three receivers all look good and all look viable options for the Jaguars. And Bortles kind of looks decent. Um, 
And I, I don't know, Sean. I think I think I don't know if you remember, but I did say Jaguars in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, God. I'm gonna like, ride that one. If, yeah, you can ride that one. Uh, like I'm still gonna stick with uh, Packers. That's who I th- really think is gonna make Packers good Steelers. You're still yep. gonna stick to that? The Steelers, I'm gonna debate for a while now, but yeah. <laughs> but the Steelers, like they tr- traditionally don't start out well, so um, they're you know stumble out the gate with a big rainy game in Cleveland, and then you know having to face a high flying, probably a top five offense even through the rest of this year. Yep. With the KC. Um, and Mahomes, they, they that offense Oof. is full running. I didn't even yeah. expect that. Um, the other other game that was we actually skipped over was the Texans Titans, and I don't know what the Texans oh, are doing. Right, they look disappointing, man. Yeah, um, that defense is old. They they're old. Their offensive line looks terrible. Deshaun Watson is like out there scrambling for his life. I was reading an article about like what they were saying is what's wrong with the Texans defense. Like, both of their main pass rushers have had major surgeries. Yep. They just don't look full speed. And they don't have any, like, linebackers. What happened to their linebackers? Well, and linebackers, yeah, but, like, they're, like, DBs. Like, Gilcrest gone and stuff like that. Apparently, he was one of their primary cover guys last year. And, like, setting it, like yep. setting the table for being able to, like... Make quarterbacks take longer, so that then their pass rush had time, mm-hmm. and now like they're just ready to shred them over the middle. They didn't even have Delaney Walker, and yeah, it's Blaine Gabbert. And Blaine Gabbert shredded them. Like man. I can't believe that. Um, yeah, Houston, That's... you are like the biggest slap in my face right now. Because yeah, I need to drop the Texans defense in all leagues. Um, yeah, I, I kind of think that they're gonna just straight up become man. this team that yeah. is just gonna be high, like more yeah. of what I thought KC would be. Like their offense is gonna be fine and sustainable and explosive now and then and then their defense is just gonna keep giving up big chunks because that's what they did yeah yeah that's gonna be interesting um last game to talk about sean seahawks bears i will admit it i was wrong about Allen robinson being a wide receiver one but but he had 13 targets 10 catches for 86 yards i believe Really? And yeah. uh, how many touchdowns? No touchdowns. I, I don't know what was oh, going is, on there. I don't know what's right? going on there. But this the Seahawks offensive line looked terrible. I mean, if Russell Wilson keeps throwing pick six, how is Allen Robinson going to get touchdowns, bro? I mean, how close to that to a wide receiver one would that be? Or let, let me just put this another way. <laughs> Who was closer? Juju Smith with 13 catches, I think Juju Smith yards. was the wide receiver one this week. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the scoring system because, like, yeah, in he's, PPR, he's he should be right he, up there. I think he's definitely up there in a PPR. Um, yeah, um, I, I mean, my original call, I think, was 11 or 12 catches for 180 yards and two touchdowns. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't do anything about Russell Wilson constantly throwing pick sixes, man. Yeah, well, I, you just got to see I, how the game's going to Am I supposed to predict unfold. Russell Wilson throwing – did he throw two pick sixes last night? It was two, right? Or was it one? No, he just threw one He threw pick. one, then he, he threw... fumbled it, then he fumbled it, then he threw another pick, like – I don't know, man. Anyways, that that just Seahawks look pretty bad, man. Just to rub it in more, unfortunately for the Raider fans, Khalil Mack could win Duh. Defensive Player Good of the Year after and not knowing his team's playbook until like the week he showed up. Yeah, I mean, he could even win MVP at this rate. Um, he's I know, just dominating. Getting like, you know, he's just he's on a platform now. Yeah, like, being he's on dominating. Yeah, being on primetime for the first two games of the year, mm-hmm. like, and not knowing his playbook. Vic Fangio's got to be just like. Just so happy. Going to sleep, ecstatic. smiling, and waking up, just grinning every He's day. He's ecstatic, dude. Um, all right, Sean, let's uh, let's jump into this He Hate Me segment where we talk our fantasy players who disappointed us sorely this week.
All right, Sean, let's uh, let's discuss this. I'm going to throw out my first guy, David Johnson. I don't know what the hell Sam Bradford did to him. He might have stolen his other ACL or something. I don't know what he did. But Sam Bradford is doing some voodoo shit out there in Arizona. Just a, He's just a bad offense. With Yeah, like they have no play call. No play calls. Like, okay, if Sam Bradford is your quarterback, at least get David Johnson out in space so he can make plays. They're not even doing that. And so it's just David Johnson is disappointing at this point. I don't know. I mean, it's only two weeks, but he, he's looked bad. One of mine is uh, Rex Burkhead. Um, I, I was just very disappointed like in the fact that Sonny Michelle's banged up. Jeremy Hill is out, who I thought Jeremy Hill would be the veteran guy who would steal all the carries down the line. Nope. Uh, well, he just got hurt. He was the guy. Like, he led them nope. in carries, but not going to happen. Um, yeah, so on that point, like, Burkhead, I don't really get, like, this is why I hate it's, drafting. It's Sony Michelle's job. Eventually, like I still no, don't even think so. He's going to take it over next week. Just watch. Yeah, maybe. Uh, who's your next one? Uh, I was a little disappointed in Merlin Mack. I thought this is a good opportunity for him to just kind of step in and take take over that role, but he didn't really do much. And so I was like, "Come on, like, what are you doing?" See, here? Um, so we kind of skimmed over this because I was more focused on the Redskins, but I actually think the Colts are going to be a tough challenge um, for that division. I I really think. Or even with that defense so bad, I can't believe I'm saying this. They miraculously could win ten or eleven games. Wow. Um, they're also, you know, have a lower place schedule. Yeah, I, I, but the key I would is probably, the running game. I would probably flip them with the Texans now. Yeah, but also, like in my opinion, like I think we kind of saw it a little bit differently. I think Mac Mac looked good. The Redskins looked, defense he, is he looked really okay. good though. He disappointed run. in terms of fantasy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like that's what I'm saying is like he didn't play Week One, so you have something to look forward to if you're owning Mac. Yep. and or acquire him like don't get discouraged about what just happened this last week the Colts are like luck is rusty like he's going to take some time to get sharp Mac is going to take some time to get sharp now and they played a really tough run defense um, if it was later in the season the Redskins would probably all be hurt and it would be a bad defense but <laughs> right now they're healthy they're solid um, that's where I think it it kind of is on that with um, with Marlon Mack yeah who's your who's your next guy Sean my one of my next ones would be um, I, I was kind of I was kind of hoping for a big game from him, so it's not the biggest disappointment because I doubt very many people played him. But Cortland Sutton, after seeing like <laughs> what they did in Week One, I was kind of optimistic that Cortland Sutton could be a dark horse guy. Again, I'm in a couple leagues that have that you're four wide receivers deep in a 12 team league. Like any guy that really kind of starts, like you're you're looking for some matchups to play and what sure. should really ultimately like be a really big boom. Um, I really thought Cortland Sutton could end up burning the Raiders. Yeah. Um, didn't necessarily happen. But um, well, I'll take the next one, too, because this is one that's a little bit more of a higher profile. Deion Lewis. Um, yeah, to that he, point, he was pretty disappointing. To that point of, like, Blaine Gabbert. He is he is another one of those. If if Alex Smith is captain checkdown, he's sergeant checkdown. Like, yeah. that's why I thought, like, Deion Lewis would he's be in a great check position He's general checkdown. <laughs> yeah, and, like, only getting a catch... What is your plan with Dion Lewis? Yeah, that like, that seems a little weird. I, I like I like Lafleur's. Uh, I like what they did in Week One with Dion Lewis. Yeah, but what the hell are they doing in Week Two? With and them? like Lafleur is coming from Shanahan and that yeah. kind of an offensive base. So Dion Lewis and in Week One, Dion Lewis looked like that type of a guy that like in the same sense of McKinnon's Jarek or uh, Shanahan's Jarek McKinnon. Like Lafleur's is De- is Dion Lewis, yeah. and they just like. Changed his role completely this week. I, Man, I, I would kill to have Deion Lewis doing. on our team right now. By the way, yeah, it would be phenomenal. Like yeah. we would, like imagine him with Brita Oof. and just like 
That'd be amazing. Ready to break that out. Yeah, yeah. I could see some good things from that. Anyways, um, so, okay, Dion Lewis. I would say for me, another guy was Royce Freeman. Um, <laughs> continues to disappoint and lose touches to Pat Philip Patrick. I don't even know. Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. Um, even better is, uh, so in one of my. I don't even like, know his name, bro, and he's. But in like one of my dynasty leagues, there's a, there's a guy that we play with who he famously overreacts to whatever running back like has a spike that no one ever projected of like touches and yards in the first week or two, and then he ends up trading like one of his top like four or five picks the next year for him to oh God. some other guy. Did he trade for Philip Lindsay? And he traded for Philip Lindsay. Oh man. Best part, since you have to send another player back, he sent back Carryon Johnson. Why? So he basically <laughs> traded Carryon Johnson in like a fifth round pick. For Philip Lindsay, wow. and like a fifteenth round pick. Jesus, I, man, I just That's l- love laughing at that. Um, I'll give you one more, Sean. Um, I was gonna say, damn, I forgot. You go ahead first. All right, um, J- Mike Jacecki. Oh, he was bad. Um, yeah, now I remember my guy. Uh, because I, I didn't understand what Adam Gase wanted to do with AJ Derby. AJ Derby was a tight end when he was in Denver. Um. And they just drafted Jacecki. So yeah. what is the goal with Derby? Like, he's not a great blocking tight end. He's not even that great of a receiver tight end. And Jacecki is supposed to be better at both. I, I don't For know sure. if Gase is just, he's not he's not proving himself well with the team or if it's not working out together or he's not learning the offense. Yeah. But um, there were a lot of rave reviews coming out on Jacecki early. And I think that Tannehill needs that type of a guy over the middle. Um, in all honesty, some of the plays that I saw uh, Tannehill um, kind of hold back and hesitate on were plays that I saw Jacecki out there. I'm wondering, like, if I go back and look at it, like, how much was he actually able to just, like, actually run the offense? Like, was he running the right routes? Like, was he just, like, running himself into coverage rather than, like, settling in a zone? Right. Um, so, like, really big disappointment on that for me because I kind of thought that he would be someone that would, at least at this point, have more than a reception through two games. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, but the Raiders, I've dropped them in every league. The Raiders are famous for letting tight ends true, destroy them. True. So there could be a chance for redemption. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean, I'll give you two guys right here, two for one. Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle. I don't know what you they were. Jimmy didn't? Jimmy didn't do. I, I was expecting much more out of him. He, he He pretty much disappointed me in every league I had him in. And Kittle, too. They're both highly disappointing players. Uh, I mean, I felt like Jimmy had the potential to do more than what he did. Well, they and, didn't throw it as much as I thought yeah, they did. Yeah, that, that was the thing. He, they didn't throw as much. And so, and Jimmy was taking but that sacks. Was because they got off Jimmy to, was taking a lot of sacks. Yeah. And, uh, Th- that was also because they got out to an early lead, though. And so fair, then they tried to run it more, but like they and they don't too, have a running game. But they went too conservative, yeah. Um, I mean, they... They didn't get up 30-13 until like way later in the third. Like it was still. But a I mean, close like game. they were still because they weren't up big. Then they still had to kind of control the game and like yeah, do clock man. Like, I'm just saying from a fantasy perspective, game. Jimmy G disappointed me. Yeah, and I mean, so did, still and two so touchdowns and, so and two hundred yards. And so like, did George he Kittle. A, he hit a projection at least. But I was expecting more than projections. Yeah, but he if, may do it this week in Kansas City though. So if guys are at least hitting your projection, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready not to give up my Jimmy G. Love yet, so I may just may just start him again in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that Kansas City defense is not giving you any reason not to. Exactly. Um, so like I'm not gonna blame yeah. it too much on that. 
Um, a couple other pieces. Yeah, go ahead. Finish um, out with your last couple of picks here. That uh, I, I was kind of disappointed in was uh, Rashad Penny. I kind of thought that... <sighs> there, you shouldn't have expectations for him. That way you won't be disappointed in him. Yeah, well, <laughs> here we go. Um, so Rashad Penny, like the, fa- like, the Seahawks are just baffling me now. They needed to fix their O-line so bad. And there were other guys like Will Hernandez, Isaiah Wynn, like for the Patriots and the Giants that got drafted around the same time that Rashad Penny was drafted. Why the F weren't the Seahawks drafting them when (laughs) Carson is already your starting running back and then you have other rollbacks and you're not going to even utilize Penny? Because, Sean, Rashad Penny was a third-round pick that they needed to take in the first. Yeah, well, and also, like, they're just using him wrong. Like They still my, could have gotten Rashad Penny in the third. Well, and one of my friends is, uh, he went to San Diego State, so he's diehard San Diego State, and he watches San Diego State every every college football game that when it's on. Wow. So he knows Rashad Penny really well, and after watching him the last year and a half, like, it's like, okay, like, I kind of see it. I see how he's used. The Seahawks are, like, not even using him correctly. It's like, what did you draft this guy for? It's because Speed Carroll's an idiot. Yeah, like, what did you guys draft this guy for if you're not going to use him the way that he has obviously proven to be successful and you're not even going to try and, like, use that as a baseline? You're just trying to start him from ground zero on some other kind of role. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me, and I feel like it's something the Seahawks keep doing. But you should not be disappointed in him because he didn't have expectations to be disappointed you. (laughs) Well, yeah, not necessarily expectations, but... Overall, like just I someone do, you're just over. Yeah, that I, like I'm gonna be divesting from him. Like I, I wasn't necessarily. I, I was lucky enough to not really waste a pick that was higher than I think a ninth or a tenth yeah, rounder on him. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be fully divesting from him. Uh, maybe during bye weeks he's gonna and Carson gets nicked up and he's gonna yeah. start getting out there. But I'm even not gonna jump on him on that because yeah, I don't trust that O line to exactly. do anything. Exactly. Um, anyone else you want to talk about, Sean, or should we just quick? Uh, quickly touch on your uh, spread picks let's uh, talk about my depressing picks all right sean let's let's do it you ready let's dive in so um Started off with the Ravens pick on Thursday night. Uh, Told was, you not to do that. Told yeah, that was a pick them with the... I, I went against my own instincts on that. The Bengals. I'm the just Bengals. so high on what the Ravens can be. And I, I know that Harbaugh is going to be a slow starter too, but... Don't I worry, still they're not going to win another game the rest of the year, Sean. Don't wait, even worry. What? You're crazy. Um, yeah, so the Ravens, that was a little disappointing. However, like I do like a lot of what I saw from the Ravens' resilience. Their offense playing from behind... Over the last, like, two, three years, Flacco playing from behind was not a good thing. Um, and he just, he, like, looked worse. This time around, like, he looked more comfortable. They were able to he still break apart bad. the defense. No, he didn't look bad. He looked bad. Um, once their O-line got nicked up, then, like, Carlos Dunlop just was wreaking havoc. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that game, um, I'm still not, I'm not too down on the Ravens. Okay. I still think they'll What's be the around. What's the next game? Uh, Texans, that was a pick that one that we're both disappointed in overall. Yep, yeah, that was a pretty disappointing one. Um, uh, I mean, Watson and Fuller are going to have some good games. They went almost exactly as I thought, honestly. Yeah. Um, and to that point, like, 
I originally said this game would be 24-20 Texans. So, like, they just needed to score that one more they touchdown. Do it. They couldn't do it. And I would have been totally right about it, that entire game. Um, What's the, your third The Texans one? squandered their opportunities. And then, yeah, like, they're, again, to the point big their time. defense is older now, like, they couldn't contain it at the end and get it back to their offense. Yeah. So. What's your third game? Uh, Broncos minus six. Uh, yeah. Hit Ooh. on this. Like, Raiders. Close. Raiders are just screwing me in any way that they can. Yep. Um, but in well, all at honesty. At least the Raiders still lost, though. Yeah, I know. That, that's, like, my, like, comforting moment. <laughs> um fourth one was the panthers that was a big disappointment and like i don't get it man julio does like i, julio I to- didn't even destroy them oh, no 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 i totally get why julio is mad that matt ryan got paid matt matt ryan is so wildly inconsistent i don't get how he's considered like a top five six quarterback by some people like julio deserves more like he deserves more money like for he's, sure he's the one going deep down yeah. over the middle and taking his Matt, how, did you watch that game he threw at least three like dead duck passes that just go up in the air and just die like they're <laughs> they just go up there and it's like oh this could be a really big deep play oh there's julio he's going across the middle he be, he's a, he's behind the safe oh the ball is in front of the safety and julio <laughs> By about seven yards. It's like, <laughs> why is he out there? And it's not like they're... By the way, Sean, you could always fill in for Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that dead duck just... I saw it three times. Like, I may have even missed one, but... Yeah, what's your... All right, so what... The, okay, yeah, Matt Ryan's disappointing from time to time. What's your... And then the last one was yeah. the one that I actually hit, which was the Rams minus 12 and a half. Um, so actually, like, that was kinda, a good one to take. Yeah. yeah and kind of backing up overall, um, Vegas this week, like with spread picks overall, a lot of the favorites and like other sides, like a lot of these games ended up being very different than were originally projected. Interesting. So overall, like tons of people ended up kind of evening out after going week one, like like me going four and one in week one, a lot of people end up going one, one and four, four. or two yeah. and three this week. What was uh what was one game that you were considering that you wish you had taken? Was there a game? Was there any game like that? Well, and that's what's hard is like that's why I'm actually almost kind of happy about is um some of the game like some of the other games like uh like the Redskins game, like the Redskins didn't even win. Um, like the Vikings game, I had to make the pick before Aaron Rodgers was guaranteed to go. So yeah. it was like Vikings so, had to win by more than so a touchdown. I mean, there was like nothing else you would have done different. Yeah, like one, of, someone was trying to talk me into taking Kansas City. Um, I just, I still didn't see it, and I, I still would go back and I wouldn't take it. Yeah. Um, I did strongly think about the Bears. That was one of the ones that I was strongly thinking of. Is the Bears minus three that, and a half? That was that one you should have taken. And yeah, I, I told you to take solid. that one, right? Yeah, I think you were saying, like, I I agree. Like, go for that one. That one would be really good. Yeah. Overall, like, there were... Should listen to me, Sean. You could have been at least two and two. Yeah. Uh, two or and, two and three. Sorry. Two and three. Two and three, sorry. But, um, yeah, otherwise, like, I mean, like, I, w- I was on the Patriots side. I didn't really think the Jaguars would really get that revenge game. I told you they would. Uh, yeah, thought. Um, and, like, you know, I, I was talking about taking New Orleans, and New Orleans only won by three. Um, yeah, that, that would have been a bad one. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers, uh, no. No, yeah. So um, They would have if they hadn't given up that late touchdown. Yeah, exactly, but that's where it hurts you. Yep. Um, so I guess the one that I'm actually kind of mad that I didn't take because I was all on this and I just thought my emotions were getting the best of me. And we're going to talk another 20 seconds about them, the Miami Dolphins. 
Vegas. <laughs> um, I was like, oh no, Vegas was all over them saying, Sean, like, let's let's well just, just a right. quick note. They, right, Vegas quick was note, all over ahead. them saying like the public was all on the Jets after how well the Jets played mm-hmm. and like the Dolphins looking sluggish and also just such a weird game. Yeah, but um, apparently all the all the Vegas Sharks were just all over the Dolphins uh-huh. and um, I thought my emotions were getting the best of me in that one. I'm gonna keep going with my gut on the Dolphins because all right, it seems keep to be going rolling. with your gut and it will disappoint you. Um. All right, Sean, I think we wrap this one up here. Uh, as always, don't forget to follow us at Sully versus Sean on Twitter, Sully versus Sean Sports Show on Facebook. You can always email us at Sully versus Sean at yahoo.com. And free Amir Abdullah from the tyranny of the Lannisters of Detroit. Bring him to San Francisco. He will always have a home here. Anything else you want to throw in there, Sean? Dolphins. All right, Sean. Peace.